0: Hello and welcome to the Salted Anchor podcast. My name is Cami Smith, and I'm so happy you are joining me yet again to share my heart with you, to share some laughter, maybe shed a few tears, and just to connect hearts with me. So thank you so much for joining me here on the Salted Anchor. As I was thinking over the weekend what I wanted to talk about, like I usually do, there was a few topics that I felt so strongly that I was going to share until today. So, in my season where I'm at, I am in chronic pain, and I don't talk about my pain very often, well, ever, and And... I'm having to use what I call Hot Wheels. My husband got me this walker that I can sit on or help me walk, and it's embarrassing. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want to have to use this. But at the same time, I need to be able to get around. So I swallowed my pride, and I've been using it. And I use it, well, a lot. And today I needed to run into Walmart, well, you know, wheel myself into Walmart to get much-needed deodorant. Because the the one my girls had just isn't what I need. So I decide to take myself into Walmart and get my deodorant. I'm kind of looking around, wheeling myself here and there, knowing I better hurry up and make my decision fast because being in Walmart can be so overwhelming and my body just can't handle all of that walking around because it's just so big and everything is so spread out because if you need milk you've got to go clear to the back of the store and if you need deodorant it's in the middle or the back to the other side or it can be you know wherever so I really just needed the deodorant and I looked at the Christmas ornaments and I ran into one of the most delightful women and she was telling me that her roommate really wanted a Christmas tree. And there was a teeny tiny one that she said she might tell her roommate to get. But she just didn't understand that tradition. And I just listened and I thought maybe she was Jewish. Or maybe she was had a different religion. And I didn't think anything because she spoke perfect English. And I said, Really? why is that she said well it's just not my tradition i'm not from the united states so i inquired well where are you from she said spain and as we got to talking she told me about the 10 different countries she's lived in all abroad and the very amazing life she's lived she's lived all over the united states she said well maybe not all over but a good majority of the eastern coast into Florida. And we we began to talk about traditions and how she spit Christmas and what that really meant to her. And she said, well, we did really big manger scenes because it's all about Jesus. And I just sat there and thought, oh my gosh, other countries get it. She said, my mom never really talked about Santa Claus because how could some man know everybody, do everything, do all these good things all in one night and not be related to Jesus. And I kind of giggled at her sentiment. And I said, we are going to get along great. And we kept talking about Christmas and what the tree meant and why we do the tree and what it is. And I just sat there and thought about it. You know, we have symbolizations. Some people say it's a reminder of the tree that Jesus hung on. Some say it's just a pagan a pagan symbol, and some just do it because everybody else in their generations past did it. And she said, I just don't understand why the Americans do it. It just never was our tradition. And it was never a big deal, so we never did it. She said, it's funny because my people always give me trouble and say, your children don't get a Christmas presents. And she said, no, we pick a missionary. We pick a mission or an orphanage or an organization, and we sew so into that. And I said, so are you a missionary? She said, well, no. We just help each other out. That's what we're called to do. And then my heart just broke a little thinking about all the Christmases where people are running around to get the newest and the latest thing, an item, and never thought about the ones that don't have anything at all. So I just kind of looked at the ornaments in it and it made me just think so differently about the whole holiday season. Just about that time I wasn't ready to check out and then I decided I really wanted a Coke Zero. I'm not even really sure why I wanted this Because I've really been trying to cut back on my soda. I'm not really a coffee drinker. So I decided, well, you know what? It's a snowy day today. Why not? I'm not really a hot cocoa or not really a hot coffee kind of gal. I really like an iced, cold soda. Whether it's Coke, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper. This day and age, I really prefer the sugar-free variety. So... I make my way to get a Coke Zero and it's clear at the other end of the aisle than I was and I almost just grabbed the Diet Pepsi but I couldn't quite reach it it's so high and my back wasn't quite letting me stand on my tippy-toe so I didn't bother and I walked down a little bit further with my Hot Wheels in hand and I'm pushing myself kind of placing my knee on the seat rest and there's somebody putting away the Coca Cola products. And I kind of look over and I'm trying to see if there's any Cokes around, but none. But I see at the very bottom of his crate, wrapped up still, is the Coke Zero. And he said, Is there something I can help you find? I said, Oh, I was just looking to see if you had any Coke Zero out. But it's okay, you don't. So he began to unload his crate, unwrap, remove box after box. And he said, it's okay, I'll I'll get you one. And I was like, no, 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 it's really no big deal. He began to unwrap it. He said, it won't take me but just a moment. And he removed a few boxes here and placed them over there, removed some of the cases here and there and hands me the Coke Zero. It was just a simple little act but it made me smile. The polar bears were on the Coke Zero and then it took me back to my childhood almost instantaneously. Because you see, when I was a kid, my dad's parents always had a refrigerator filled with Coke and Sprite, Coca-Cola and Sprite. Or as I like to just say, Coke. In the can. And we would always go grab a can of Coke or a can of Sprite out of the old icebox that they've kept. And it was the coolest icebox. And I loved that old thing because it was always filled with a Coke or Sprite they weren't that cold because the icebox really didn't keep things that cold so it was a chilled drink and it always burn your nose no matter which can you open you always got a big burst of bubbles down your throat and then the burn would come so i get home with my coke zero and i see the polar bears on it and the nostalgia of Christmas started dancing in my head and memories of Christmases with my grandparents and Christmases with my parents and Christmas as a kid. Pour myself a glass of Coke Zero and with one sip, I was transformed back to the 1980s, almost instantly. It was the wildest thing. This Coke Zero tasted so much like that can of Coca-Cola that I used to drink as a kid. And I think that's what really shocked me. It shocked my senses and it took me way back. And it took me to Christmases at my grandparents' home. They didn't have a big huge tree at their house. They always had something small. It was usually just decorated with a couple ornaments, nothing too fancy. We would always have a big elaborate dinner that I hated because as a kid, I just wanted Cheetos and Ding Dongs and a Coke. Well, not really Ding Dongs because I was chocolate cake and I didn't like chocolate cake. I was really picky. So there were some of the finest cuisines that I would look and turn my nose up at. And my sweet uncle would always prepare... Such a magnificent feast and at the time I didn't care that I didn't like it. I didn't care that I would voice my opinions. Nobody liked green olives stuffed with stuff until I became an adult. And now I'm like, oh, those are delicious. Man, if I could go back in time and enjoy all the things that my uncle once created, what a feast I would have. Things I probably couldn't even pronounce. Things that looked so delicate and and decadent—cheese spreads and meats and cheeses all over the the dining room table, crackers out, different main dishes would would fill the years. But there was always a certain scent to my grandparents' house that was like my childhood stale cigar smoke a little stale cigarette smoke over the years as well lingering with the smell of something in the air grandma was always baking and wanting us to taste test her finest creations and her cackling giggle would always fill the air with cack what are you doing in there my grandfather's gruff old voice She'd be in the kitchen, wiping her hands on her apron, throwing her hands in the air. I don't know what I did this time. Rolling her eyes at us. Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. As she continued her little, try this, try this. We'd run around, wanting to go see what's under the Christmas tree. Because we knew our aunt and uncle would always have gifts for us. And we knew grandma and grandpa did too. And the feast never felt like a gift. It felt like, oh no, we have to wait until uh, everything is done with before we can get to the Christmas presents. Because as a child, we really missed the ball part of what Christmas was about. It was all about us. We wanted the greatest and the latest, and we wanted, we wanted, we wanted. And I remember as a child, my favorite Christmas song was Silent Night, and I thought I was whitney houston singing it so i apologize and i will not sing because that is not my gift and i would sing my little heart out to oh silent night what a holy night and i would always imagine what it would be like to be mary and joseph having jesus in a manger but was it really a silent night Maybe it was silent from the people, but was it silent with the animals? Was there a hush over them? Or was there mooing and baying and clucking and clacking? neighs here and there? Was there stomping of feet? Was there rustling of hay? Was it really so silent? Was the stench of the stable more than they could bear? Because I can't imagine it being clean and sanitary and smelling like lemons. Or smelling like Christmas for all of that. But, oh, Silent Night was my favorite song. Silent Night, what a holy night. The awe that came over me when that song would come on. Because to me, it was just a masterpiece of the song. I can remember driving to my grandparents' home, and December, it gets so dark so soon. We would get in the car, and it was only a 30-minute drive, and I was knocked out in the first probably 30 seconds of the car drive, because the waiting and the anticipation to get to Grandma's house, to get to the presents was just too much to bear, so I would just fall asleep in hopes to get there quicker. And it was almost instinctive that we would get off the highway at this one certain point and I would awake. And then I would start watching the Christmas lights on this strip of streets to get down to grandma and grandpa's house. And there was always these two houses right before you turned onto their street that looked so busy that you could see them from outer space. It was almost like two neighbors had a, a wager who could have the most craziest Christmas lights ever. And this is back in the day before LED lights. So you have these big huge light bulbs shining so bright everywhere. Green cords, they could be seen because the lights were so bright, you could see every cord, every extension cord, every single thing in their house could be seen. You could see the nicks on the housetop, you could see the nicks in the roof because the lights were so bright around the house. There wasn't much left where the lights didn't shine. The rooftops were covered, the fences were even covered. I would often giggle at the sight of this because it would almost hurt your eyes from the dark night sky to see in these two houses. As the years grew and different things started coming available, so did their yarn. They would have snowmen in Santa Claus, sleigh rides, Santa was coming down the chimney, reindeers flying up in the air. You never knew what you were gonna get from year to year, but the funny thing is they always had last year's added with something new or some things new to add, but you never quite knew because there was so much to look at. Because we would usually just drive past, so you would have only a few moments to gaze upon this sight to see. But it would always make me giggle because I knew after that house and that house, we turn and we're almost to Granny's house. One year in particular, I had to have been probably in first grade. We get to Grandma's house and I don't remember anything except for this one gift. I don't remember what I gave, I don't remember what I got. I do remember this one gift I got from my aunt, Kathy. You see, Aunt Kathy lives in Alaska, and she would always send us gifts via FedEx to my grandparents' home, and they were always waiting for us under the tree come Christmas Eve, when we would celebrate Christmas with them. And I remember looking under the tree and looking at all of the gifts and being super excited. And I remember this one particular Christmas, a particular gift that made my whole Christmas. It was a cylinder-shaped gift that I could not, for the life of me, figure out what it could be. It was so lightweight, it felt like a teddy bear in this cylinder shape wrapped gift. I didn't have a clue what it could be, but the anticipation to open this up and unwrap it, I just couldn't believe how long I had to wait. The excitement, and I fi- when it came time to finally unwrapping this one gift, it was a can. It looked like a large can of soup. And it had polar bears all over it. And statistics all in it. And as we read... It was being passed around from family members and I was getting kind of annoyed because they were trying to figure out what it was and I'm trying to figure out what it is. And I think I can read everything and I'm looking at this like, just give me back my gift. Somebody says, oh, it says use a can opener and there's something inside. So they go and get the can opener and we start to open it up. Now the anticipation is killing me because I still don't really know what it is. I can see what's on the label and I can see what it, what they're, when I hear what they're reading me and I can see what the labels are showing me, but I'm so anxious to see what it actually is inside. I don't even know who grabbed the can opener, nor did I care. I just wanted the thing open. When they opened it up, there was a circular disk of papers, more things to read about it. And I was just getting super excited. And packaged inside more packaging, we pull out a certain other gift. So inside of the canister of this... It looked like a soup can, because you had to actually open it up like a soup can, but a little bit bigger in circumference, but not terribly huge. It had cardboard, and inside the cardboard placement was a bag. And inside that bag was a polar bear teddy bear. And I couldn't believe my eyes. All of the information on the outside and the inside were polar bear facts. Because of being in Alaska they dealt with a lot of polar animals and it would talk about the different animals that they ate and I began to become engrossed with polar bears. And this is right around the time Coca-Cola came out with polar bears at Christmas time. So today, I took my sip of Coca-Cola Zero, and I was transported back in my mind to a time when I was a little girl, drinking Cokes at Granny's house, and receiving a polar bear for Christmas. and what joy that I had from that polar bear. Oh, I loved that polar bear. I kept the can, I kept the instructions, I kept everything I could in safekeeping, And I slept with that polar bear for years and years and years. I wish I knew what happened to that polar bear because it was such a huge part of my childhood that I loved so dearly. So today was a good reminder to not get lost in the stuff of Christmas, but being intentional about the true meaning of Christmas. Because yes, gifts are wonderful and great, but so are the memories that we can make So are the little things that are going to make a lasting impact on the people around us. The manger scene should make a bigger impact on us. Because it was a holy night, a savior was born humble in a day and age where women didn't give birth with their husbands even nearby. not even a house, not even a comfortable bed, but the floor of a stable placed in a manger with our sweet baby Jesus. And listening to the woman who is from Spain telling me she just didn't understand our Christmas traditions, made me really reflect. And it also made me so happy that years ago when I felt that nudge on my heart, not to tell my children about Santa Claus anymore, that I was in the right direction. Because I remember the kids were little and I was teaching kids church and we were teaching about honesty and I had this hole in my heart. How can I tell all these children about Santa Claus when it's nothing more than a lie to me How can I want them to trust me? And then how can they trust me when they one day hear from me, oh, it was just for fun? I remember that feeling of going against so many traditions, traditions that I, even as a child, grew up with. And the heartache that I felt going against everything that I knew, but feeling so strongly this tug on my heart to be honest with my children from the start. And I don't mean to sound so poetic, But I want you to hear my heart when I say, sometimes when God calls us to do the right thing, it doesn't feel right at the time. And I remember getting so much grief and slack from my own peers, and I remember so clearly one girl looking at me and saying, well, God didn't tell me that. And my heart just kind of broke because I loved, the fun part of Christmas as a kid, but God told me I wasn't raising a Tammy. I was raising a new generation from me. So it was nothing about me, but it was who I was bringing up in this world. So I had to change some things. So when I told the woman at the store today, what I had done she too was surprised that I went against the grain and it was so funny that here we were in the aisle of ornaments talking about the, the Christmas tree and more about the manger than Santa Claus because that That is what it is about. And as I wipe the tears from my eyes, it's because I did things the way God asked me to. I didn't bow down to my friends. I didn't bow down to my family. I didn't. Just take on tradition from everybody else because it was just supposed to be that way. I did things the way God asked me to. I told my children more about Jesus than I did about Santa Claus. Because there should be more love on Christmas than magic. There should be more selflessness than magic. There should be more hope on Christmas. There should be more talk of Jesus and what he has done And yes, Christmas gifts are wonderful. I even remember my uncle when you are giving me a CD that had the song, Oh Holy Night on it. I'm sorry, Silent Night. I love Oh Holy Night now. It had the song Silent Night. And I played that song until that CD wore out. Because it was such a wonderful reminder to me always of what Christmas is about. You see, I think God has been dealing with me on this Christmas tradition long before I even I even ever realized it. When we sing those songs, I know we only sing them one time a year, but why don't we sing them all year round? Why don't we sing them more often than just after Thanksgiving? Why do we only wait to talk about the manger when it's convenient? the holiday. You may not have the same conviction that I had in telling your children about Saint Nick. You may want them to always believe, and that's between you and Jesus. I don't judge those that think of G- of Santa Claus and have him do everything because that's not my job. But I challenge you to do something this year as we find ourselves in the year 2020, that is so crazy as it is, to do something different go against your traditional thing you do. Be the light to somebody this year. And not ever say a word about it. Because that is what Christmas is all about. That's the love of Christmas just like Jesus came without a big party without a big entourage he came humble came quietly the star shined in the sky so the three wise men came from afar and they brought him gifts of their best do something out of your normal tradition out of your normal self to make somebody else's Christmas extra special so when they take a sip of their whatever drink it is 20 years later 30 years later they're gonna have a memory just like I did going right back to those times having a Christmas made extra extra special so I thank you for taking a little bit of your time to just talk with me I hope you have a fantastic day I hope you have a very very merry Christmas because no matter what or how, what you do or how you celebrate. Have a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year.